amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977 Terry Waldron, Jamie Foxx on a football Friday. Hey, it's back. Be fired up about that, folks. It is time. It's ready to get it on. Top of the morning to you, John Tabor, uh, running the Death Star, Jamie Foxx here with me. We're brought to you by another superstar, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get for your animal anywhere, folks, in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. You are also welcome to text us to check in with us today, uh, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. Or text line. And text line. Yes, 888-993-7762. That would be 888-888-993-7762 with uh, some pretty cool comments. Uh, you can be critical of Jamie. I'm more sensitive than Jamie. But actually, I'm not. We both really don't care. It, it, you know, when you get to be over 50, it, it, it does change your mindset just a bit. Um, as I used to say, once I've given up hope... I feel much better now. Keep hope alive, Jamie Foxx. No, no, give up hope and you'll feel much better, I promise Keep you. Keep hope alive, baby. Everybody's undefeated this week. It is. And, you know, really a, a great start to the college football season. Watched a little bit last night. Uh, caught, uh, it's always, you know, you throw the records out when Florida A&M and Arkansas get together. Uh, stumbled through that a little bit. Uh, ULM uh, gets blown out early. It looks like bad news for the Warhawks, and they come back and darn near win that thing. Uh, 37-29, get a two-point conversion late, and they're down. Uh, and, and really and truly were not out, really thought they'd be outmanned, out-athlete. They weren't. Uh, they really kind of beat themselves, to be honest with you, and that's got to be a little discouraging. But uh, nothing like a confidence builder go to against Florida State this week. But uh, Indiana and Ohio State uh, did not go according to plan early. Uh, Indiana jumps out in that one. Um Leads at halftime, really gave up a cheap pick uh, in the first half that gave led to Ohio State score, and they storm back and win 42-21. to 21. High school uh, begins this week, as you know, and I'm on, it's almost like the good Lord above said, you folks have suffered long enough. Of course, we have another hurricane spinning around out in the Atlantic. Oh, so just, before, just when you thought you could let your guard down, here comes Irma. Um, Irma sounds like just Irma sounds like you, you you don't like Irma on a good day, yeah. you know. Sorry, Irma's, but Irma, you know, 
doesn't sound like something. I've like, met, met like one Irma. doesn't sound like, like Layla Kiffin to me, yeah. but uh, it could be Irma Kiffin. They, so they I, could write a song about Layla. Matter of fact, I think Clapton did. You didn't see or hear a song about Irma, though, did you? No. Well, or Phyllis. Give you Kiffin time. You don't have one about Phyllis or Irma. But not to mean that there, there's not some very attractive Phyllises and Irmas out there, but, you know, I'm just saying well, Layla's. Speaking of your, your boy Lane, the ex-husband of one Layla Kiffin who I hate, uh, yes, is yes. available. Lane Kiffin uh, stirring the pot a little bit this week, mm-hmm. talking to uh, the Washington Post. He goes, look, it's no disrespect to Steve Sarkeesian, talking about the Alabama. Uh, he became Alabama offensive coordinator for one game and, has a record at Alabama of 0-1 as offensive coordinator, losing the title game very close to Clemson. Kiffin said, look, no disrespect to Steve, no matter who it is, you've been there all year. You've been there for the quarterback. You're all he knew. You were undefeated. We've won 26 straight games together. You feel, okay, it's a little different. As great as Sark is, it's just different. And if it had been 14 points either way, when it's one play here or there, you don't think if those guys had the person they were used to, it would have made a difference? Yes. Kiffin says Alabama would have won the national championship had he stayed as offensive coordinator for that game. I'm going to be a little bit out there. Gosh, I'm defending people I can't believe I'm defending. I agree with Lane Kiffin. Um, You know, here's the thing. I I think there's – Okay, Nick Brown. Nick Brown. um, There's one place – there's only one other place I know of that Lane Kiffin has more confidence and I can't repeat it over the radio, than the football field or the so sideline. Like a, a cocktail lounge at a Boca Ridge happy hour at the retirement home? I mean, what? Well, let's, you, you, were, you, were, you were safe with the cocktail lounge. Um, Kiffin does not lack for self-confidence. Is, there anybody, is, that, is, that, a fair, is that a fair statement? Would you like Kiffin to play at your bachelor party? I would want Lane <laughs> Kiffin within 4,000 miles of my girlfriend, or assuming that I could have one, or – wife or whatever uh don't you know the board of regents at florida atlantic are thrilled um i bet they are yes they they're are. relevant and people are talking about them yes just hide the wife um but otherwise you've got kiffin who is coming out very strongly saying that the and i i, I you know no wonder i mean if you're not it's a wonder if you have to work for nick saban for any extended period of time then you have a drinking problem like Steve Sarkeesian does, and I would assume Lane Kiffin would too, and I can't blame him. People I would will too. give their firstborn child to work for Nick Saban. Because you have to have it on your resume, not because it's an easy gig. Because he's the greatest football coach out there. He's a complete jackass. Okay, but, but he, I'm not disagreeing with that. But he can, he can sure enough get you a promotion, can get you a job, and that's what people want, and that's a very competitive business. The jobs are tough to come by. And uh, if you can say you've put up with him for any extended period of time, I'm going to take Lane Kiffin's side on this too, believe it or not, oh, because I God. think, well, not often, but I, I, you have that kind of continuity during the season. I mean, it, and it, if it does come down to one play, um, I think Sarkeesian did a great job, you know, based upon the situation he was thrown into. But you don't have quite – you've been thinking about this, the quarterback position. You've been working with some guy – and. Like him or love him, you can't deny the job Lane Kiffin did with Jalen Hurts. Player of the offensive player a of the year, freshman. Right. You took a true freshman, and and took and he took you to the national championship game because after all, it was Jalen Hurts making those plays. He was the difference in the LSU Alabama game, if yes, you recall. Absolutely. Even though there was a hold on that play, but there was still uh, <laughs> he was the he was the one that that uh, that made that possible was for. Uh, you know, to Bama to get to the championship game, I thought, you know, his development during the season was fantastic. 
Uh, the kid was poised. Uh, they put him in positions. They didn't try to – what I liked is they gave him just enough that he could, could handle. They didn't throw too much on his plate. They, they built the offense around him. Three quarterbacks have transferred since. But it doesn't make any difference because you got Jalen Hurts and probably the second-best quarterback coming out of high school last year as your backup Yeah, now. the kid from uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, who you must not be sober in trying to attempt that one. We'll just call him Tui, T-U-A, uh, Taglifa-Oa. Hey, I think I may have come close. Uh, Lane Kiffin's easy to pronounce, but a complicated man. And um, – We'll see how this works out with Florida. I don't think he's so complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Lane Kiffin's about the way. I think he's a football genius. I think he's a genius football player. Play caller, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's his – I think that he's scared to death he's going to be labeled a play caller. Head coach, we'll find out. Look, my prediction for Kiffin this year, I think they win big at Florida Atlantic. I think he bails out of there after a year. I think a big-time program comes in and sees what he's done, and you take a down-and-out program, and I know they hired a coach last year, but you take a Purdue, or you take uh, look at Ole Miss, which is in the toilet right now. What do you have to lose if that guy comes in and does well? If he can build that, th- you're getting it for pennies on the dollar. What do you have to lose? Or you can go get another Sabanite coordinator. Well, see how that works out. You know, let's. I would say Boca Raton fits his lifestyle a little better than Oxford does. He is too but, big for that level of football. He knows it. Everybody knows it. Uh, they're hoping, you know, and maybe Florida Atlantic becomes a destination for those coaches. You know, it's a it's a bad situation. They get fired somewhere. They come into Florida Atlantic. It's a springboard job. We've seen that with a lot of schools that are springboard jobs back to the big time. Well, FIU wasn't much of a springboard last night for Butch Davis. Um, what was the final on that? 61-17. to 17. They paid them well. You start well, counting Central Florida. Point. That's another one, guys. I don't think it's going to be at Central Florida a whole long. Maybe two, a couple more years with Scott Frost. Um, so these, these, you know, Lane Kiffin, uh, I think that, that situation had become so untenable in Tuscaloosa. My, you know, I don't know. I don't like to be in conjecture or, or be a rumor monger, but I'll start one. I, I understand they, they weren't really speaking to each other there at the end. You don't have to. You know, and that, you don't have to. And, and Saban generally stays out of the offensive side of the football anyway. He, that's why Jimbo loved working for him because he basically – didn't stick his head into every meeting. But he had Jimbo's undivided attention when Kiffin takes the job at FAU. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he has divided loyalties. And much like Belichick, I think that's where Saban gets it from. He's not going to deal with the divided loyalties. They look like hot garbage against Washington. If I'm if I'm Ole Miss, I'm going out and I'm hiring Art Bryles. I'm bringing in Kendall Bryles as my OC. I'm bringing in every gunslinger I can just because – what have you got to lose? And the NCAA is going to throw the hammer at you anyway, and they're not going to throw it at well, North Carolina. Let's be fair. Why with, not? Let's be fair with Art, with Art Bryles. He didn't break NCAA rules per se. No. I, I, that's my assumption. He was vilified for, I guess, not following through. on, And, and you're ultimately accountable for the players that you bring in. If you're bringing a bunch of, bunch of guys that rob banks – uh, you're going to be held accountable for that. All the sexual assaults, he's held accountable for that. Is Art Bryle saying go out and do this? No, but you are accountable for the people you bring in. And I think the one, uh, I think there's two guys actually serving jail time currently. One of the kids from Boise State was a Houston kid. And knowingly, he and Chris Peterson had a, a falling out over that. Because when somebody transfers, Jamie, you call the head coach. 
Sure. The head coach calls the head. Hey, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. It is a underwritten rule in college athletics. Now, some you like better than others, but this kid is going to leave Boise State. Hey, man, what's the deal here? And then, uh, well, I'm not real sure. There was some allegations. Okay, fair enough. But to say you don't know anything about that, I find very, very hard to believe. Terry, here's if if every right now, if you're say for example, a Florida Atlantic, and you haven't had much success, and you've got a beautiful new stadium to fill up, they've already taken three or four kids that have gotten kicked out of other schools. Do you think the Florida Atlantic fan base really gives a rip about it? I don't. No. I don't think Alabama. Hey, I don't think they have a fan base, but they're creating one. Do they like their kids getting in trouble? No. Do they want to read those headlines? No. All you got to do is this Rolando McClain that played at Alabama. I mean, let's face it. The man had has had 15 different chances and continues to flip off the police and everybody else and curse. And Jerry Jones power brought him back, gave him second and third chances. Same thing with Pac-Man Jones. There are people out there that are incorrigible. Yes. Most coaches, though, are going to take a chance, at least a second or third chance on a kid, to try to get them to conform to society's norms. And that means basically trying to get, and even worse, trying to, they want to put them in a structure. That's what um, McElwain did with this kid Robinson we talked about the other day from Florida. He was a last-minute signee. Florida wasn't going to sign that kid. The kid that, that, that blew weed at, at Ohio State and uh, has since been arrested again in Gainesville for it. And here's what McElwain's statement when he brought him in said, here's the good news. We're going to put him in our culture. We're going to try to blah, blah, blah. Which you We're can. Try, which, which I'm sure is an honest thing. I mean, you're getting paid nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine million dollars to win games. You will take chances. You have to take chances. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. But Oh, I disagree. I think a lot of people like but it. But if your job is on the line, what do you do, Terry? What do you do? I mean, anybody I'd like somebody to I mean, somebody take the take the high road here because I know I'm not. Well, I, I'm getting But take the take take, you know, Texas and tell us what you think because I'm saying right now if well, I don't know, for example, well, ULM for example, they need some difference makers. They're getting better players. If you got a chance to get a really good player who's had a little bit of trouble with the law, do you take him? I'll tell you more on the other side. We'll talk. Also, going to talk. Uh, had a, a, a listener text in about Baylor. Baylor didn't break NCAA rules. Baylor didn't go from cupcake to top five because Browse calls the right plays. If you believe that, I've got some beachfront property in Alaska. You got so, players. Hey, news flash: Alaska does have beachfront property. That's a rational fault. There may not be the uh, most we'll get, politically we'll correct one, but it's the now, right one. They were not. They were not. There were no accusations of wrongdoing per se by the NCAA. Uh, I'm not saying they didn't do anything. That's another topic, though. Anyway, you'll see ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge rolling on a football Friday. The segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, ladies and gentlemen, the Louisiana Special Olympics. The 977, The Edge rolls on after this.
Hunters, get ready. Louisiana has declared this your weekend. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is the annual sales tax holiday on all hunting equipment and ATVs. And in McKinney's and Ruston, you'll find it all under one roof. Guns, bows, stands, gun safes, boots, apparel, and more is all tax-free. And you'll pay just 3% tax on four-wheelers and side-by-sides. Save hundreds this Friday and Saturday till 6 and Sunday 1 to 5 at McKinney's and Ruston, your outdoor superstore. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the Edge on a football Friday. Jamie, how do you how do you get good quick? You get better players. Thank you. Ask Ole Miss. Ask Baylor. Back to my point I've always made. You never see somebody that's not very good historically that gets good very quickly that the NCAA doesn't jump in on and typically you see sanctions or something major happen. Uh, Baylor is a good example, although it's fair to be mentioned, Baylor has not been accused of NCAA rule violations on their players. For example, uh, improper benefits, et cetera, to my knowledge. I'm not aware of any academic improprieties either. Are you? Uh, they probably the, are in the early '90s, sure. But yeah, it's been it's been the uh, the atti- not the attitude. It's been the actions of their players off the field. Uh, TCU is another one that has built it over the past decade, uh, probably 15 years. They went from being pretty much irrelevant to now. I think they're a consensus top 20 team every year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go higher than that, but I think consensus top 20, top 25 team. But look at Ole Miss, the meteoric rise, and then the big crash. Uh, but is there any truth to the fact that uh, that uh, your friend Hugh Freeze was borrowing your cell phone? If he did, I certainly hope he left some of the numbers there. I hope it's not one of these situations like where it was uh, that you what is it acid wash or whatever, where I can't look right. at the numbers. I hope they're still uh, available for 
for me. Well, I think uh, there's a plethora of numbers there. Probably so, but uh, you know, I'm a big believer in recruiting too. What if I like I like to I like the recruiting game. I wonder if you has and, ever uh, uh, partaken the ring toss. You know, something tells me old Hugh is uh, this is not his first rodeo when it comes to uh, to that, but. Uh, he got he got Ole Miss he got Ole Miss good quick <laughs> and that's what the story of a disturbing pattern of behavior. Okay, now let's get into uh, Terry. What what, <laughs> what what we're accused of is and that's being dirty old men, um, which we don't run from that accusation. Um, All I'm telling you, when we were at Sean's house for the fight, mm-hmm. me, you, and Kramer sitting there, Kramer certainly brought up the uh, morality level of that road. Thank goodness for Mark Kramer because actually it it was it was heading uh, to the gutter very quickly. Uh, thanks to a number of people, including my son. But um, we were speaking, you were talking about your, we were talking in, during the break about Joe Paterno, and you, you called it, uh, which I think is pretty appropriate, and this is not mean demeaning, but a World War II mentality. Yes. Uh, which probably my, my stepfather, who I, who I loved to death, had, and everybody else. A lot of times, and I, and I mentioned this briefly, I think it was, it was we kind of swept over it, not meaning to, but... Um, Things of this nature that are of a sexual in nature, or I mean, most of the people of that generation, they were very not that they were very uncomfortable, and understandably so, uncomfortable talking about it, um, the content of it. I think a lot of even Art Briles, and I'm going to give him a pass here of just a little bit. I don't know how much he had things going. He was getting the players. Uh, he had Baylor back. Baylor was prominent. Uh, you know, Baylor was a top ten program at a, that point. A top ten program. I mean, responsible for the largest crowd out here, um, and that's and, when they were building. And they were building it. That they weren't hadn't weren't quite there yet. What a ball game that was! And but Art Bryles took it from that level, and then became, you know, was getting players left and right. His offense uh, spoke to every high school kid in the state of Texas. Uh, the coaches loved him because he was one of them. You know, maybe he came, he came up in the in the Texas high school ranks. He was uh, recruiting. I wouldn't say. It, it, almost on a par with Texas at that point. No, he was killing Texas. He was beating Texas head to head. And Texas just happened to be nosediving at that time. It was, I mean, it was, you couldn't write it up on paper Jamie, better than the way it was going for Baylor. I understand Baylor. what happened to Texas, all right? Baylor, which has been hot garbage for decades, TCU, which they thought it was a junior college up to like 10 years ago. 15. Uh, both of those had meteoric rises. Baylor came to a top 10 program. TCU went to a top 25 program. Oh, by the way, there was Texas A&M riding that way with Johnny Manziel. So it was a trifecta. So normally Oklahoma recruiting in there, LSU recruiting in there, all the other normal people come in. All of a sudden now in Texas, you're like the fourth or fifth best school in the state of Texas. Yeah. That's an issue. It is, uh, particularly when you got the resources of a Texas. But the people at Baylor didn't care. The people at TCU didn't care. All of a sudden, and, you know, after a while, and I understand this, people got tired. Of, I mean, hell, people left the conference over Texas and the Longhorn Network because of their arrogance and self-righteousness. Can you blame them? I don't blame them at all. Texas is Texas is a beautiful place, a lot of, but they're, they're a bunch of jerks. I mean, a lot of them are because they're, they've just got so much money. They're so powerful. They're so sanctimonious. And they, still, so haven't, they still haven't won in the past decade. Yeah, and everybody all, loves it. Although they've been in two national championship games with yeah. Mac Brown. Let's not forget that. Yeah, see, and I'm not one of these that buys that Texas has to be relevant for college football to be good. I think I, I think it's better. They will be the traditional powers. They will be good. there because there's no way to avoid it. They can stumble over themselves. Dude, they've avoided it the last six, seven years. 
Well, but you know what? They, they got beat by Kansas, They Jamie. were still getting players, though. They were still Jamie, getting players. They got wasn't beat by Kansas. Me, you, Tabor, Sean, and Kramer could beat Kansas. All right. Did Hugh Freeze. Kansas. Did Hugh Freeze or Art Bryles or any of these coaches that are now out of coaching, you notice that's that's the key there, and they're not coaching right now. Did they Are they schematically better than Every other coach oh, out there. Here comes everybody with the X's and O's. I, I mm-hmm. talked to a buddy of mine yesterday. Matt Canada apparently has uh, wizard-like capabilities. I'm. It's like Harry Potter. Yeah, like, guys. I know he's a good coach. I get that. There's a lot of good coaches out there. I'm sure he's really, really good. There are no magical plays. I mean, you've got to get players. You put them in position to make plays. You got to coach them. No question about that. But the, everybody's just like, it's going to run a magical play. There's, oh, there are no magical plays. No, the magic. Um, I, now, I would feel a whole lot better about Matt Canada being there if Leonard Fournette was coming back and, and maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, Malachi Dupree and a few others and a, and a bunch of offensive linemen. I'd feel a lot better about Matt Canada being a good coach. And he is a good coach, but it's going to be, I mean, don't, I don't understand this. I mean, I, I'm, believe me, believe me, I want to see him go undefeated. But, I mean, uh, you yeah. got a true freshman at right first true freshman in thirty years starting there, and I think your kid's going to be a great ball player. But you can't you, just like you you can't develop experience overnight. You can't no. you can't get the best players unless you've done what Ole Miss and Baylor did. You don't get instantly good overnight. But you know what? Don't you know those were high times for Baylor and Ole Miss? Those they didn't care. Well, there's some high-fiving going on in that offense. Listen, let me tell you something. They got the players, and they got good quick. And you know what? What happened? Money started pouring into the coffers at and both they of those do, schools. They beat people. They Have beat you see, Alabama. Did you oh. see what? Hell, Baylor built a new stadium around the Brazos River. Gorgeous place. Ole Miss poured money into facilities. That's the kind of pressure you're talking about. If you got to take a place like Baylor and Ole Miss. Winning is contagious, Jamie Fox. Not only is it contagious, it's profitable. People want to be associated with that. You know, it's, it's the old theory of this. You know, everybody talks about putting – and athletics, and let's, let's be real honest, football and basketball, depending on what school you're at, those are the front porches to your institution. Yes. Okay, I'm not telling you the medical school isn't important and the accounting department. I, I'm not. What I'm telling you is so many schools are judged by their athletic performance, specifically football and basketball, all right? That being said, look at Alabama that has put, what, 16,000 new students in in the past since Saban's got there. Do you think that's because of the dental school? Do you think they have a really good sociology department? And before I get the Bama sociology people on me, I'm just using that for an example. You see what athletics has done. To, now, that's an extreme example. I think Alabama, absolutely, because I, I, I knew the alumni president there. He came flat out. They were going out of state. You go to Alabama's campus right now, and it's almost 50-50. What do you think, that, what do you think the ACT uh, average admission ACT is, despite what Dirk Diggler from UCLA thinks? Do you think that's risen or dropped for the average students coming in out of Alabama? It depends on their – it depends no, it's on how risen. Business. Well, because you're bringing people from Texas and from, from, from New other Hampshire. states yeah. with higher educational uh, opportunities in high schools, mm-hmm. because Alabama, all due respect to some, I'm sure, great high schools in Alabama. Overall, it's sort of like Louisiana. You got some really good schools, and you got some schools that are just bad. Hate to say that, that's the truth. That's true. Okay, and you probably have that everywhere, but certain areas of the country better than others. 
One thing about the Texas system, you, you guys laugh at me, their public education system as a general rule, not counting the inner cities because that's hot garbage, the suburbs, the public school education, outstanding. Outstanding. But there's a socio there's a socioeconomic factor Absolutely. in there as well. Absolutely. And I'm glad you, you mentioned the inner city schools. I mean I I I put most of the schools here up against South Oak Cliff and Skyline and DeSoto. Th- but th- those are extreme. But DeSoto's you, actually not bad. No, but you've got, you know, okay, Highland Park, places like that. I mean but the, the, the key there is not it's it's most of the time you've got two parent households, you've got or at least if the parents are divorced, both parents are involved in the kid's upbringing. There's money, money, money behind all of that. And, and unfortunately, I hate to use it, but it does, you know, and it's expected. Most of those kids are expected to go to college. Yes. They're expected to go home and do homework. They're expected to perform. The expectation is you're going to try to get into med school or law school or something. In these other schools, it's like, I don't care if you go or not. We're don't just trying to get them out. We're trying to get them out. We're trying to get them out. And that's the public. That's, uh, and Ohio basically threw up their hands the other day and said, okay, 1.0, good enough. It's good enough for me. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and take our break here. You're listening to ESPN 977. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. The Edge rolls on after this break. It's here this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at TP Outdoors. Once a year for three days only, TP Outdoors celebrates Second Amendment rights with tax-free, interest-free, and TP's lowest sale prices this year. Simmons Pro Sport 10x50 binoculars at TP for just $19.95. Simmons Volt 600 rangefinder after mail-in rebate. You pay just $58.99 at TP. The Savage Trophy Hunter Combo Rifle with Nikon Scope after rebate just $449. And that's interest-free and tax-free once a year. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at TP Outdoors. Briard in Monroe, Trenton Street, West Monroe. New car sales have been incredible at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. That means they're now loaded with trade-ins. A good inventory, over 50 clean late model pre-owned cars and trucks, all in one convenient location. Chances are they've got just the right one to fit your budget, with many priced under $10,000, and most qualify for the easy buy-here-pay-here plan. Check their inventory and find what you like best at jmallardford.com. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Hot Rods has barbecue to go. For your Labor Day get-together, football tailgate, or anytime, Hot Rod Barbecue has that lip-smacking good barbecue that everyone likes. Whether it's a family pack for 4 to 10 or catering for a big tailgate event, Hot Rod Barbecue's got it, and it's all good. Brisket, chicken, ham, pulled pork, sausage, turkey, and ribs, plus baked beans, potato salad, slaw, and peach cobbler. Hot Rod Barbecue. Now that's good. Farmville Highway in Ruston. Get to Bayou Power Sports in Monroe for the Second Amendment Tax Holiday this Friday and Saturday. Bayou Power Sports will have you ready to ride this hunting season with a new ATV or side-by-side for Polaris, Yamaha, or Honda. This weekend, you'll pay only 3% sales tax, and you can also get up to $2,200 off on selected units. Get to Bayou Power Sports this Friday and Saturday for the Second Amendment Tax Holiday. Offers valid through 930 on new models. Rebates vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet and never drink and ride. Bayou Power Sports, I-24. Frontage Road, Monroe. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. 
From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather, to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty, to custom installed mirrors and shower doors, Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road, across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the segment brought to you by my good friend and former player, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, Whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today. Let him know you're a sports fan and you heard it on the edge. 318-324-1411. 324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tony in Junction City suggested that Hugh Freeze uh, might not play ring toss, but perhaps another game. I don't know if I can say that, so I won't do it. But Tony in Junction City, yeah, we laughed about that. Uh, well, we can, we can confirm that Freeze is a player. Freeze is a he, player. He's a participant as well as a Darn good coach, I think. A, but, uh, yeah, anyway. a gross uh, pattern of disturbing behavior. Yes. Well, <laughs> that could never be good. No, it's a not. A pattern of disturbing. I'm sure you got those phone calls about Sean when he was in school. Mr. Fox, uh, your son is showing a pattern of disturbing behavior. Just disturbed uh, was pretty much as far as he got sometimes. But uh, uh, And he's progressed all the way to ring talk. He wasn't a bad and, – and as far as – he was not a disruptive uh, in class uh, – it was just the uh, absorption of the knowledge being uh, sent his way. It didn't. There was somewhat of a disconnect there. I'll just fair say enough. that. We we'll say that. Problem. Another uh, disconnect. Pretty pretty fair. Yes, yeah. fair. Somebody said, "Hey, do you say the same thing when Alabama starts a two freshman on the offensive line?" I, I'll throw that. I guess that's addressed to you. Do, uh, yeah, you that's say- uh, that's a fair question. But yeah, I would say the same thing uh, because the problem is I don't think. Bama doesn't let this let that put themselves in that position. They're either um, really good or they screwed up. If you start a fret, they're either really, really good. No, at good. Alabama, you're sent away. If your scholarship is needed and you're an offensive lineman and you're not going to be second string by your third or fourth year, you're generally going to be processed out of there. And and, and, and they'll because they've hired they brought in two more five stars behind you. That's why it doesn't happen at Alabama. And that's why it works. And that's why it works. Alabama does not have exponentially better coaching than LSU or anybody else. they got better players. I don't say that. And that's that. part of coaching. And don't quote me on that. Quote NFL scouts. And, it, by the way, the, thing, the only thing that chaps me about that is that. They're from Louisiana. A lot of them are. Look at their two deep already. Go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, it, 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 and I think that's what's hard for everybody to really accept. I don't mind getting beat by Alabama. Just don't beat us with Louisiana kids. Cam Robinson started as a true freshman. Yep. And they had uh, another one last year. Cam know, Robinson was the best player coming out in the country, particularly the best offensive lineman. I mean, maybe he wasn't the best player, but he was in. He was hands down the best offensive lineman by all high school per- parameters. He was the best player offensive lineman coming out of high school. have a buddy of mine he just, left text the state. Me, just text me, long-time college coach, mm-hmm. uh, immense respect for him, uh, reiterates what I just said. That is coaching. A procurement of talent. Procurement of talent. Right. 
Right. I, you know, I listened to Mike Vining at a couple clinics before, mm-hmm. and uh, Vining would say, and, and hey, you got to get better players. And that's the guy. And everybody wants the magical plays. Man, you got to run them. This guy does this. this. You know, I heard that. Did you hear Les Miles at all last night on uh, on some of his? No, I wish I had. I missed it. Tommy Tharpe, I thought it was a very relevant point. I did not hear it. Okay, I didn't so either. I'll say this uh, in full disclosure. Was it the Ohio State Indiana game? Or? I, I believe. I'm not okay. sure, Jamie. Don't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. And if you guys know which one it was, Texas in triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two Washington Valley Federal Credit Union. But he said, you know, everybody is out there bashing Les Miles. Uh, if you want to see what his knowledge is of the game, tune in and listen to him. He will say stuff, and it will be over everybody's head. Yep. Because, you know, Joe, the guy that cleans the pool, obviously knows, you know, how to run the spread. Everybody's got an opinion. Uh, most of the time they're not right or they, they have a limited opinion on things. Uh, this guy did it for, for 40 years at a high Division One level, at the elite level. Can you criticize Clyde? Yeah, sure you can. We're all open and all subject to, to criticism. You know, uh, Warren Buffett, if he makes a bad decision or so, it doesn't go right for him, you're open to criticism. Everybody is from the McDonald's manager all the way down the line. Well, you know, here's the thing. If you are if you think about Les Miles growing up in a Michigan system under Shim Beckler and who he's coached under, the the, the he's – He's just not comfortable, I, and you can you can say the game is passed him by. I don't think that's necessarily so. Who, just, who says the game's passed him by? That's uh, what people were saying who, at the people? end. Whose people? Well, I mean, LSU people were saying that. that you know, that LSU, he wasn't, Joe Oliva. He, he wasn't adapting. He wasn't. Well, that's true to some extent. Joe, Joe Oliva. If Joe Oliva says the game is passing you by, all right. Who who has less credibility than Joe Oliva? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Kim Jong Un. I mean, Joe, Joe Joe Oliva strikes me as. The old, I mean, he's Judge Smales off Caddyshack. Well, you see where Eddie Nunez bolted the other uh, yesterday. He Smales off Caddyshack. He's going to New Mexico. That's how bad he wanted out of Baton Rouge. Um, yeah, Miles is is. I don't know if it was. It's easy to bang on Les Miles. It is. It is right now. And right now, I'm not saying that. I think everybody's hoping that Ed Orgeron's going to be successful. I'm just thinking it's a very. It's a very small margin of error between seven and five and ten and two. All I tell you is this, Jamie Fox, and I told you. It's just a very small margin of error. But that you could say that about a lot of schools. But I'm 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 mainly saying from the standpoint of I don't think it'll come down to coaching. I think it's it's going to come down to health. It's going to come down to because if let's just say Atlin goes down, you got a true freshman at quarterback, two true freshmen at quarterback, which which are both very talented. But I'm people. I think sometimes people equate talent to be the end on the do all. I'm saying you gotta have that experience with talent is what wins you all. Coaching games. is management of said talent. I mean there's been a lot of and management. Alabama's been proof that you can win with a marginally talented quarterback. Well, but what about the the Patriots in the NFL? They yeah. literally have receivers like me and you he's throwing to. Guy where's that guy come from? Well he was changing tires at Tony's tire shop um, last week. He was from he's from Western Reserve University. Yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah exactly. Reserve. Yeah. You know, he was he was As driving opposed to 18, Bank of yeah. Reserve. Yeah. He was having, he was driving 18 wheelers 2 weeks ago and now he's catching pa- I mean, so that system works. You have to have certain degrees of talent to be comparable and to play with people. But uh, you know, the coaching, that to me is procurement of talent, coaching that talent, maintaining that talent. I told you this about uh, LSU yesterday. As an observer and an LSU fan, my my child goes there, my daughter goes there. 
Uh, so I am an LSU fan. My dad went there, grew up an LSU fan. Now, am I diehard and kick the dog if they lose? No. That said. No, you kicked me on Monday morning. No, anyway. that, no, not at all. That said, when I see them losing numbers of kids to academics, when I see numbers of kids transferring, I'm not talking about Brandon Harris, other kids transferring out. What that just tells me as a lay person that's been in athletics, I don't know the inside of it. What it tells me is, and you're having to start two freshmen, and now we're, oh, well, we got to start true freshmen. And that tells me it, it, you should not lose people to eligibility, or very few. You shouldn't have to lose them to Southeastern and McNeese State. And all. You shouldn't do it. That tells me that somewhere in that chain of command, those details are not, for example, Geis, right? Very, very good running back. You can't lose guys to academics, period. Uh, he doesn't go to class. Then you wake him up and take him to class. You do whatever you have to do to keep those kids uh, eligible, and they do that everywhere in the country. Listen. And so, hang on, your, uh, your son uh, Please. Well, wants to chime in on this one. Sean, welcome in, man. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you joining us. What's up? Uh, Waldrop, it's a shame you didn't like my ring toss story from the other day. I loved your ring toss I story. Could, I could, I, so, so I can tell. Um, I, I really appreciate y'all's show. I, I am a fan, mostly because I usually disagree with everything that comes out of y'all's mouths. And uh, I, I find it wildly entertaining. Um, I'm a Les Miles fan, but you're just talking about the game didn't pass him by. Les, there's a reason Les Miles does not have a job. Les Miles, you look at a blind resume – you ask, why does this man not have a job? The Les Miles name is toxic in the coaching circles because he could not adapt. His offense is archaic. Do I think he's a – yeah, I listened to him last night. He was doing the game cast. Uh, it was a coach's thing on ESPNU. I think he's very knowledgeable of the game. He just could not adapt. In 2017, you cannot go out and run I-formation, power offense – against Alabama. Look at the teams who have beat the Crimson Tide. What do they all have in common? And what did LSU do? It's why Arkansas is not going to beat Alabama because they run in 2017 an archaic offense. Yes, I think Les Miles is a very good coach, but he could not adapt. Yeah, couldn't or wouldn't? Or does it even matter? Does are they are they not one in the same? I mean, it cost him his job. In this case, yeah, I think I, I think they are. Because it's not because of win losses. Had he beaten had that had that uh, play against Auburn, had that been ruled, it got in and probably, but it would it would have delayed the inevitable. Would he still be coaching? It would delay yeah, the inevitable. Yeah, exactly. They still would have got him. I mean, it would have been Florida. They should have done it after Texas a They should have did it at the end yes. of 2016. Yeah, well, I agree with or that. 15. I agree with that. But but the problem is. It, okay, you're seeing. I think you're going to see Alabama go back to more. Of you a keep pro you style keep saying that, offense. and I agree with you. But you're not putting in the factor that Brian Dabble comes from New England. New England runs more up tempo offense than anybody else in the NFL. Watch the New England Patriots on Thursday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they run the NFL offense, but they also push the tempo more than everybody else. I think they're going to scale it back more than they did under Lane Kiffin. But I think they're going to play much faster than you think. Well, maybe so. I mean, maybe they have the op- – and w- w- because of the talent they've got, they'll be able to adapt to any style. I think I think you could see them, you know, they – you know. Yes, there you go. They, they, you just nailed it. There's the and, difference. 
Why is Nick Saban still coaching and why is Les Miles not? You just hit it. Adaptation. That's the difference. Yeah, I, I, I can't well, disagree. I don't – no one's – no one's – yeah, that's that's something that's not debatable. Let me throw this at you, Sean. Sure, I'll shoot. If some, Les Miles had been fired – yeah, if Les Miles had been fired after the Texas A&M game, I think he's coaching today. I do not disagree with you. Here's the thing. He got a rare opportunity. Terry, you've been in this profession a long time, and I give you hell, but you know more about this stuff than I'll ever know. But he got a rare opportunity that nobody gets. He was dead man walking, and he got a second life. That does not happen at the same school in this profession. And all it said was, you've got to go and adjust your offense. Everybody, Terry, you you and I and, and everybody else, we don't give, you know, I heard what Tharp said, and, and to an extent he's right, but we don't give our listeners enough credit to. We could all watch LSU football over the years and tell you what they're about to run. Everybody knows it. Hurry up and toss dive. It was going to happen. They, they had three or four plays pretty much knowing the situation. You knew what they were going to run. If we know that, then I sure as hell the defense is going to know that. Everybody knows what you're going to run. Let's change it up. We're going to change. We're going to change. We're going to change. And we saw the same crap versus Wisconsin. You knew it was Coach done after that changed. game. Yeah. Coaches rarely change. But Saban did. And I give credit to Saban. Yep. Exactly. I give credit to Saban and Belichick. Belichick hasn't coached the same philosophy for all these years. He has adapted to the game, which is why I see. I think you see this, and you'll agree. People that get jobs today are offensive guys. Rarely do you see a defensive guy like a Kirby Smart or a Muschamp, uh, a Sabanite, if you will, get jobs. Everything is recruiting. Everything's geared around that. Fast, up-tempo, Big 12-type stuff. Uh, the SEC just does it with fast, physical defenses. But everything is geared that way, and you got to give Saban credit for it. I, I, well, he basically turned that over to he turned that's why he brought Kiffin in though but he he turned all that over and that's what you can say at least at this point Sean and you can take issue if you want but I think that uh to I think Orgeron saw that I think he saw what got less mm-hmm. fired and said I'm going to turn this over he is a com- and everybody keeps saying well he didn't win here folks he is a totally different yep. totally different coach than he was at Ole Miss we'll find he's out he's learned he's let your coaches coach, and you've got two of the best, but they're not magicians. They're good, but, you know, can they make up for some deficiencies? But, but to, no, to your point. It, and they're, they'll, they'll be okay, though. I think they'll be fine. To, for LSU fans to expect them to go 10-2, and 11-1, that's just, that's, you know. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I hope so. But, but Orgeron no, is 12-4 and four his last two stops as an interim coach. And I'm going to take a little issue real quick. It's never been about talent. LSU said it. In this instance, it is coaching. Put your offensive players in the right positions to win. Everybody knew what they were running. Guess what? Now they're not. I do think Matt Canada might not be a magician, but he sure as hell looked like one at Pittsburgh last year. And Pittsburgh, not known for having a fly, high-flying offense, they had one last year. I think you're going to see a much different. It might not be against BYU on Saturday, but throughout the year, I do think you're going to say, you know what, maybe Matt Canada does have a magic wand. He, I agree. He, he beat a superior Clemson. I mean, they beat yeah. superior Clemson. I agree. Clemson, I'm looking so. forward to it. I just, I but just want to taper expectations. I think, yeah, that's my that. I really, had, the, yeah. that's what it comes down to me. Good yeah, show, I'm guys. Not, I don't expect back, back to y'all. Yeah, good, good not, stuff. not absolutely. He's you're, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, uh, Jamie Fox, Sean Fox. Maybe, the, maybe we're so uh, sympathetic to less because we're old and we don't change. We gotta have a Fox quota here. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a lot of Fox. That's a lot of Fox. Hey, good, good stuff, though. You know, we pick at each other all, Jamie. And Sean and I go back and forth. We all, yeah, I think, entertain in our different ways. 
and I think it just appeals to a broad base. It, 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 I'm always humbled by how many people listen to all of our shows. Well, I'm very grateful. We are, and uh, please uh, show your appreciation by uh, patronizing our sponsors because they're the ones that make it all possible. Speaking of such, this segment brought to you by PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. I ate there yesterday. Go see mm-hmm. them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. The Edge back in a minute. Hunters, get ready. Louisiana has declared this your weekend. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is the annual sales tax holiday on all hunting equipment and ATVs. And in McKinney's and Ruston, you'll find it all under one roof. Guns, bows, stands, gun safes, boots, apparel, and more is all tax-free. And you'll pay just 3% tax on four-wheelers and side-by-sides. Save hundreds this Friday and Saturday till 6 and Sunday 1 to 5 at McKinney's and Ruston, your outdoor superstore. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 Three four five six six four four. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. I don't for making things better. Face, face, cause your opinion don't matter. This maniac is gonna step on whomever. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx joining you on a football Friday. Jamie, I know you've got... uh, uh, football Friday night? What, what's where we call it? Uh, yeah, that? just game uh, night. Game, yeah, it's uh, DJ Dave and myself from five to six. Uh, Sean and I are going to kick things off at three o'clock this afternoon. He'll uh, and then around uh, four thirty, he heads out of town to do the uh, union. He'll be doing union football games this fall. The Union Farmers and um, along with Chris Snell, and then of course we'll have you and. Uh, Mr. Kramer, after a delicious breakfast at Chick-fil-A, 
Absolutely. Uh, you will head. Uh, I assume that's still on. I yeah, oh yeah. We're, well, Breakfast Club for old geezers. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. A, it's a. My daughter laughs at us. By the way. Everybody laughs at us, Terry. Um, well, I just assure them I'm not the oldest person there. Matter no. of fact, I'm you. I'm the youth movement in that group, which tells you how sad it is. You are the youngest, aren't you? Uh, but I have the worst hair of the group. That's debatable. It's a lot of bad hair. That's a lot of bad hair. Oh, dude, you got great hair. Kramer sort of has hair. Warren. Here's the Warren thing. has more hair on his face than he does on his head, but it's it's still better than mine. Terry, it doesn't make any difference how good your hair is when you're five foot four. I mean, you know, people don't it, that doesn't draw any. It's, it's you know a little chunky. It doesn't make any difference. Hey, speaking uh, of five four, how about Jimbo Fisher against Saban? The battle of the five eight. Yes, yes. Battle of the five eight. It's not the size of the dog. It's the size of the fight of the dog. I think I'm going to give Jimbo five nine. Um, but we've got a lot of that's. This is uh. I think you and I decided this is how we're going to end this on a even more controversial note. We're going to we're going to have a little pick 'em here in the last segment, and uh, of course this is uh, this is the weekend we've all looked forward to because there's so many great matchups. Uh, starting off with uh, Florida State and Alabama, um, all all pundits seem to be leaning Alabama. Uh, Terry, what say you? Uh, <laughs> at the risk. Uh, well, LSU people get mad at me. LSU people rejoice. I am picking the Florida State Seminoles. You have fallen off to the knock truck. off Alabama in a very close and entertaining game. Uh, Saban dropping two in a row, which uh, might end. Uh, you know, it might bring on the end of the world as we know it. LSU fans will celebrate. Now you have you. I understand you. You gave up drinking a long time ago. Yes, so, I did. And you. So we can't blame it on. I'm picking. I'm, I'm going to go Florida State twenty eight twenty seven. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say you're you're crazy as a peach orchard squirrel. Um, I don't see Florida State getting. Yeah. I see him getting 17 to 20 points against that Bama defense. Uh, I'm going to go Bama 31, Florida State 20. Both very competitive games. I mean, we're talking, is this the best uh, early season, first opening game matchup college football's ever seen? Mm, last year was pretty darn good, too. And, no, I'm talking uh, about the one game, this game, Alabama-Florida State. Uh, yeah, Uh Epic to start the season. No Unless you started Michigan, Ohio State, or Alabama, LSU. Or... Well, I would almost say uh, Michigan, Florida, but then again, Florida doesn't have any players left. So I would say uh, that that would be our next pick. And uh, I was leaning Florida, believe it or not, because Michigan lost a lot on both sides of the ball. But I'm going to have to go with uh, with the fighting Jim Harbaugh's in this one, and I'm going to go Michigan. I'm going to go Michigan. I'm going to go Michigan 34, Florida 21. I would not doubt that score. That's pretty close to what I'm going. I think Florida's going to have a hard time scoring. Yeah. I think Michigan is going to be better. I, my prediction for Florida, I think Florida turns into a train wreck this year. Please, I hope you're right. I mean, um, that, this is Ozzy Osbourne crazy train with all the, the this bizarre stuff going on early. The, the issues they've had with 19 different quarterbacks. You Imagine the locker room here. You get Malik Zaire transfers from Notre Dame. Now, granted, Notre Dame has not been very good under his uh, leadership. Fair enough. But nonetheless, transfers. With all anticipations of starting, right, you go to Florida because you think, oh, I can beat out Felipe Franks and and uh, Kyle Trask, and I can, I can beat out whoever they've got there. I mean, I'm ten times better. Will Greer, 
took off for West Virginia. Uh, this is this is fish in a barrel for me. I'm going to start. Not not so fast. Not so fast, my friend, to quote Corso, who was on last night. He was good, by the way. Uh, he's looking better than not ever. Not so fast, my friend. But, yep. yeah, so so what do you think that's like in that locker room? You have you, every, every player in there has a favorite quarterback. You know that, right? Yeah. And you got three of them. So you talk about a fragmented team. You talk about a team that is full of suspensions. Ten percent of them are not playing the first game for various reasons. Uh, the cohesiveness that and that could turn into a hot mess. And Michigan might actually just add gas to that fire. I'm going Michigan 38, Florida 10. I'm going. To 10. I, I'm going a blowout by Michigan. Well, re- that could set the wheels in motion for you know things well, to come off the off the wagon real early. Because the SEC East is full of Sabanites. And, and, you know, the, the head seven night, uh, Mark, or, I'm sorry, not Mark Rick, uh, Kirby Smart is going to be smiling because he knows he's got Muschamp. Florida's a hot mess. And, uh, you know, Georgia might just actually back their way into that SEC. Or Tennessee. How about our boy Butch? He's got to be smiling when thinking he has a chance now. Yeah, they just lost their starting linebacker for the and, year. And Darren Kentucky Kirkland. the dark horse. I like Kentucky as an eight-win season. Who this do year. they play football? Wow, I found out uh, they years. do, uh, and decently. But uh, speaking decently, how decent is Texas A&M going to be? And they open against UCLA in California. Uh, Dirk Diggler, of course, our favorite quarterback for the Bruins. Um, this one, of course, two coaches, no doubt, on the hot seat: Jim Moore at UCLA, Kevin Sumlin at A&M. Uh, A&M's Pretty shaky at the quarterback position. UCLA is okay if they're uh, if he stays healthy. Um, He's what do you the guy see that people one? like to hit. Yeah, how do you see that one going down? UCLA. I, I'm going to go UCLA, and I don't want UCLA to win. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pulling for Texas A&M. Understand that. I think it's similar to last year. I think you're going to see 24-21, something like that. I think UCLA pulls that game off, and the heat comes up on Kevin Sumlin. Uh, again, a very popular guy down there. He's just simply not produced the way that the fan base uh, would expect it to produce. And I think Sean Fox has an excellent point. And we go back into 2017. Is what have you done for me lately? It's the old, I think Rick Springfield song. Mm-hmm. I just, I think you're going to have to have offensive production. Uh, there's literally been a turnstile uh, of five-star quarterbacks leaving out of Texas A&M yeah. again. I don't know what the individual issues are, but when that many leave Jamie Foxx, something's going on. Yeah, there's no question about that. I think they've had a really some really great quarterbacks coming out of there. I think Trevor Knight uh, was the glue that held that team together last year, and that's why I'm going with UCLA 38, A&M 21. All right, last one before we get out of here. We'll get ready to go on this one. LSU-BYU, your thoughts real quick. I think LSU is going to win. I don't think it'll be pretty early, kind of like uh, Ohio State and Indiana. I think LSU is going to probably throw up. Uh, I think they'll be able to score somewhere between the 28 to 31 point range, and I'm going to go LSU 31 to BYU 14 or 17. No, 17. 31-17. Wow. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit better. I think the defense of LSU is going to be really good. I think the offense uh, is going to be better than BYU. I think you'll see some trickeration, if you will. I'm going to go 28-7 LSU. Right before we leave here, Terry, I uh, just happened to see the LSU depth chart here, and those of you can are already throwing objects at the uh, at, at your tele. Right guard, Shandrick Charles, true freshman, backing up by Ed Ingram, true freshman at LSU. So there's your uh, – you hope 
they're as good as advertised because these guys, these young men are going to have to grow up real quick. Out of the frying pan, into the fire. You've been listening to ESPN 97.7. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon to Sean Fox and the Sports Company. And uh, my boy Jamie Fox and DJ Dave with uh, Football Friday Night. Uh, coming up at, what, 6 o'clock, Jamie? No, we start at, uh, we start at 5. 5 o'clock, I'm 5 sorry. 5 to 6, yeah. And then we have uh, uh, Mark Kramer, myself, in the morning to recap all of the high school football action in the area. In that the is state. from... 10 o'clock 10, 10 to 11 o'clock. Yep. And the Nick Brown Show will precede that. Thanks to our sponsors today, our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design, GB Cooley, running in support of worthwhile calls, Louisiana Special Olympics. Our friends at Spa Navelle, pamper the special people in your life. Spa Navelle, 318-807-1060. Spa Navelle, Lammy Lane in Monroe. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law of the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. And our title sponsor, the good Dr. David Weber, LSU grad, by the way. Uh, U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. For all your pet needs, folks, go see Dr. Weber. Tell him you heard about it on ESPN and The Edge. You will be happy you did. So I will see you tomorrow at, uh, at 10 o'clock to recap high school. Jamie and I will be back to regale you with all sorts of stories over the weekend. Albeit nothing is going to top ring toss for quite a while. What a disturbing and entertaining story that was. For Jamie Foxx, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Walter. Aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.